Today's Ag Spotlight episode is sponsored by Focus Management. Does your farm or company have a problem with execution of your strategic plans? Increase your competitive advantage in a hard-to-copy way with Focus Management, your strategy execution guides. Learn more at focusmanagement.ca. Welcome to the North American Egg Spotlight. I'm Chrissy Wozniak, and I am so excited today to be talking with someone who sees and responds to the needs of the sales force in our agriculture industry. And with the changes that we've witnessed over the last 12 months, his services are needed now more than ever. He's an agricultural sales trainer, coach, and speaker with over 29 years in agribusiness sales and sales management. I would like to welcome Greg Martinelli. Greg, thank you so much for being here. Well, it's a pleasure to be here, and I'm excited to talk about the topics that we're going to hit upon today. So, Very it. good. So can you uh, give me a bit of background on your journey to where you're at today? Sure. I grew up in the city, suburbs. So for being an agribusiness, that's a little bit unique, and uh, decided that uh, I wanted to go visit my cousin's dairy farm in Colorado. So that that got me interested in the summers. My parents would send me out there, and I would go play on the farm all summer long and work awesome. and drive tractors and ride horses and milk cows and all that. So that got me interested, went to school for animal science, and then eventually ended up in a 24 years with a large agribusiness company, primarily in the feed sales, nutrition sales and uh, sales management background, got into the agronomy and grain origination, the grain elevators, got to see a lot of the Midwest, uh, the heart of how the breadbasket makes a lot of food and involved in Canada, Eastern Canada and Western Canada as well. And, and so it was an exciting career. All along the way, I wanted to, um, always wanted to have my own company, but never knew exactly how to do that and got the opportunity to stop moving around and put some roots down and uh, launched a sales training coaching um, speaking service. And that's what, uh, that's what this has been doing for the last five years and very excited to be a part of it and, and, and love being a part of your show t- this, this today. Awesome. That's great. So you also run the egg sales professionals podcast. So can you tell me about that and where the idea came from? Yeah. Well, as with everybody, you know, I went to, you know, how to grow the business. They said, you got to get your voice out there. You got to write and do a blog. So I did that from the very get go and just, you know, did the 200th blog uh, post last week. Very excited about that. After five years, it was 200 of them. And so somewhere along the path, I I got the advice, well, you got to get your, the vocal, you got the people got to hear you and, and know what you have to say and hear the intent. So do that with a podcast. So I launched the podcast with the intent of going out and, and talking to salespeople um, about how they do what they do. I did run into a little roadblock. People don't like to necessarily tell their competitors how they do what they do. So I end up talking a lot about my own t- blog topics and then interviewing and meeting with people like yourself, um, people that support the agribusiness. So there's interviews mixed with um, actual blog topics that, that, that I do on a weekly basis. So that's kind of where that's at. And it's on all the different channels, you know, all the different places. And of course on the websites as well. Oh, that's awesome. So who are you aiming to reach with the podcast? Who's your, who's your target? Absolute primary target is anybody who makes a living by going out and selling to farmers, Mm -hmm. livestock producers, and agribusiness buyers. So it's a, um, you know, it's, it's funny that people will say, well, great, why do you narrow, why, why such a narrow focus? I say, you don't understand there's an army, people that aren't in agribusiness don't oh, yeah. understand 
um, how big of an audience that is. You go to a trade show if they're available. Yeah. <laughs> go to a trade show and you'll see booth after booth. Anybody that's trying to figure out how to be a better connector with their with the farmers and, and livestock producers. And then, of course, a lot of those products have to be sold to dealers and, and ag, I call them agribusiness buyers. But mm-hmm. that's who the audience really is for for my uh, for what I speak to, and that's primarily because that's what I what I was. I said, well, you know, the other question I get is, great, why don't you speak to the C suite, the CEOs and COOs, and because they're the ones that have more money. I said, well, I, I never was a COO. I was I didn't make it that far. Right. <laughs> I only yeah. made it, you know, one rung up, and that's what I knew how to do and what I know how to speak to, and and so I I, I focus on that. And I think it's an un. Uh, it's a market that's a need of somebody that came from the business to, to speak about it and, and just talk about it. I, I frequently get the comment, thanks for doing this for the industry. And I never realized that I'm doing it for the industry. I'm really kind of just doing it because that's what I know. And so, yeah. 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 And that, that audience is dear to my heart. There are so many people involved in agriculture at all different levels and, uh, and yeah, to have somebody to support them. That, I think that's really amazing. Sure. Yeah. So what do you want the audience to walk away with after they listen? I want, uh, here's, here's the number one message I think they need to take, take away. It's in an, I'm going to phrase it in a couple different ways. And this is agribusiness. And, and I don't mean this as any disrespect to what farmers do. Farmers feed the world. That's true. Mm-hmm. But agribusiness people help. And I sometimes say, allow, enable the farmer to feed the world. Agribusiness is what creates the the tires on your tractor. They create mm-hmm. the services that put those tires on there. They create the new vulcanized rubber. That's a word I heard about. So it's a new vulcanized rubber that, that prevents uh, punctures on, on stubble. I mean, that's all this, the genetics of the seeds that they plant, the ability to withstand drought and all the stuff that goes on. Agribusiness is what does that and right. brings it so that the farmer can do that. So that is the one message. I think the importance of their role is more important now than it ever was before in any given time. When you have an industry that's it's difficult now, right now we have a run up in the markets, the grain markets. And so maybe making a living as a farmer is a little bit easier, but it's been very rocky for many years right. since, yes. the, since the drought of 2012 and prices kind of came back off of the ethanol boom. It's been tough. My message to to the agribusiness is that you are needed now more than ever before. If anybody needs advice, it's when they're, when their break evens right here and they're selling, you know, they're right at break even, or they're even below break even, believe it or not, our, our producers have to survive below break even, below yeah. where, what they're spending on their crops and their livestock. And so how to do that, they need someone that's very competent to come out to their farm and connect with them. The problem that, 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 I think we struggle with is that it gets viewed as a salesperson. That's a negative. They're trying to make commission, get that out of their head and get that out of your head and get past that and realize that you, you need to become a trusted advisor and and help them do what they need to do. So that'd be, that would be the, the, the message. I think that, that those two kind of, you know, you enable the world to eat. Yes. Yeah. And that's honorable. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know few salespeople, in agriculture that do it for commission. They do it because they are serving the industry. Right. If you were, you'd go do something with tremendously outrageous margins. And yeah, exactly. (laughs) A lot. It's a lot. They always say it's a lot easier making a living doing that's true. You know, it's absolutely. Mm -hmm. 
And so in terms of trends in sales and sales management, what have you been seeing in the last year? Well, obviously, you know, the the crisis hit with pandemic in mm-hmm. in the trends what I what I view it, you know, people always ask me, you know, how do you sell or should we be selling and you know, this is no time to sell and I I I usually disagree with those and have to explain what selling is in order to explain yeah. that you need to be selling all the time. Um, the way you sell might have changed. But I think what the what the pandemic and what the trends are this last year is that with a crisis, like any major crisis in the world, it speeds up a change. So, you know, if we had the housing boom, uh, bust in 2008, it all of a sudden sped up the change in how lending was done. Right. And so it enacts things. And so what's what I think I've seen with with say with agribusinesses is it sped up the number one, it sped up everybody with technology. Everybody's now zooming and uh, um, Snapchatting and they're all getting comfortable with it. It forced it. If, you know, if your customers that maybe didn't like it before, if they wanted to see their grandkids and their kids, mm-hmm. they are now have to they need to get online and, and find out what, you know, Snapchat's all about or uh, you know, Facebook is all about. It's no longer an option for them to to be part of their family. So that really helped us. And so that's one of the trends that I see is is that trend towards faster technology of realizing we need it. The second thing I think that's that's being evaluated is the go to market strategy. And by that mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I always tell people, especially in sales and especially when you're you're in a company, be evaluating make sure you're evaluating your effectiveness of why you're part of a business Mm -hmm. in today's environment where a lot of stuff can be converted to online purchasing or um, purchasing from across uh, state, you know, equipment tractors are being shopped all over the place to find the exact one that they want. Didn't happen previously. You need to make sure. And I see the trend is the go-to-market strategy. How many salespeople do we need? We're going from, I need a, Acme salesperson in every county to, hey, how many salespeople do we actually need in Smith County, Arkansas, or Macon County, Georgia? How many actual people do we need on the ground? Could we serve that market in a different way? And so they're so they're reevaluating. You know, everybody went home and office out of their home. And I was like, great. And it says, you know, you people are going to start wondering, do we need you now? That evaluation is a very deep discussion yes. <laughs> about. What do they do and the personal touch that they provide as companies get bigger and maybe more remote? But but I see that as a trend. Um, and the other trend I think that's that's going on, I think is really critical as a positive, is getting very specific in customer segmentation, mm-hmm. is knowing who are our customers and where are they buying our products and marketing and, and focusing on those pathways and not saying we're going to be we're going to serve the 50 acre and the 5,000 acre person. That's very difficult. So they're like, what are we strong at? What can we ask somebody to pay more to us versus online or from another county? So that's that's yeah. probably the bigger sales management type company trends. Um, you know, I, I think from a salesperson trend, it's becoming a more trend towards a trusted advisor. It's more, it's less about, going out and moving product. That's how we get paid and that's an important role, but it's also about how am I helping that person generate revenue across all different product lines in, in my role. That's it. Excellent points. Yeah. And uh, how can producers and farmers leverage sales reps as broader resources? Absolutely. I, I, 
this is one of those areas. Again, it's it's on it's a recommendation of both the producers, the buyer, and the salesperson. And that is, you have more to bring. They have more to bring to the table than than producers really realize. Mm-hmm. There's technical people, PhDs. There's there's always somebody creating the products, whether it's in their company or their vendors. And there's people that supply them. They are connected with a wide variety of industry people that they can bring to the table. I mentioned uh, uh, mentioned you previously about I got I was a nutritionist and I got asked about shavings suppliers, right? Because yeah. apparently shavings at one point were tough to get, and they're you know, and somebody wasn't putting fifty pounds in the little bale of shavings they were stretching it out, and so all these things were going on. I was getting asked a lot about that. I, I also sold into the poultry industry nutrition products, but I asked, was asked frequently about um, diagnosing sick animals. So who can go post an animal and figure out what's going on? And I, I realized there's a need for this networking, this bringing more than just me to the, to the farm, to the, yeah. to the producer, to the ag buyer. And, and they value that tremendously. Once you get known for someone, it's, it's not necessarily you can walk out and say, hey, this is what I am. But it's when you're you're a resource and you know people and you're connected in the industry, so it's it's getting a lot of curiosity. So as a the advice for the producer is ask, ask a lot of questions. Who do you know that's doing this? Where are you seeing other examples of this? Um, you know, you're and I always tell salespeople you're in a unique role. You go all day long, farm to farm to farm, exactly. producer to producer, producer. You see things that are working and that are. You don't have to go to the next one and say it by name. You can't say, "Hey, Steve up the road is doing this," or "Chrissy over here is doing this." That's a little, unless you have permission. But you certainly can say, "Hey, I see producers that evaluate their break evens by using this method." It's maybe you don't have to use that, but it's it's showing an example to them of what what that opening their mind to a possibility, or you know, a lot of people having problems with whatever it is on their tractor getting service or getting parts. Here's what they're doing to solve that and being able to help help them. I think that's, it's so important that you bring that understanding of going farm to farm and, right. and let the producer as you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point too. So what's your advice to egg sales professionals in this, this climate, not knowing when face-to-face events will become normal again? What, what would you, what do you say to them? I biggest thing they can do is build their personal brand and build it in person if they can, online if they can't, through email, through, there is a huge opportunity for agribusiness professionals, salespeople predominantly. And that is to, right now, we're, we're really camera shy folks. We don't, we don't like to get on camera and beat our drum that we are great people. And you don't have to in order to get the message out. Content marketing is a tremendous tool that salespeople can use I'm sure you do it with some of your clients and you advise them as well is being out there, getting the videos, getting the raw footage of what you're doing, what makes you different. And, and there's a step-by-step process you can go through it. And, and, and it's, it's, it's a great tool. And even if, if you don't want to be the one beating the drum that you're great, have somebody take the video of you. That would be my advice to people is, yeah. you know, if you are camera shy and you don't want to have your own blog, there's people behind the scenes that'll do all the hard work. I mean, the hard work is not the content. You know tractors, you know agribusiness, you know nutrition and agronomy. Just go on camera and talk. That's all you got to do. Or 
write a few sentences about what it is that makes your, what, what needs to happen and what are the problems your customers are having and address those problems in a format and uh, online, some format. And, and the tough part, as you know, is the splicing, the editing, the posting in the, yeah. in the YouTube format. And then you got the LinkedIn format and then you got the uh, whatever format, <laughs> whatever's next. Now it's, uh, I forget there's a new platform out there that everybody's using, but, uh, but anyway, it, it, that's the tough part. And somebody's doing that for them typically in most mm-hmm. companies. So uh, I understand you have a training course for salespeople as well. How does that go? How, how does that Perfect. work? Um, a variety of different ways. I, I do customized stuff for, for individual companies. Mm-hmm. And then I do a, an online virtual course, um, which they can be participating in. And then I do live, you know, Zoom type stuff. I shouldn't say live, but, but I do in person. So there's a variety of ways to get involved from an individual standpoint or from a, a team standpoint. And uh, I enjoy all of it. I mean, obviously being in person is the best, but uh, the the website, my website is a great way for them to find it. There's ads and click buttons all over there, some free webinars that they can view and see if it's for them, um, as well as, uh, you know, just a, just a variety of different uh, write-ups and quick videos and a YouTube channel, like we all do. We have all kinds of social media out there with different different ways for them to learn about us and what we do. That's great. So where can people find you? www.gregmartinelli.net. And Doesn't so, get simpler than that. That's yeah, good. Yeah. You know, Greg Martinelli.net, mm-hmm. Ag Sales Professionals. I bought them all. Ag Sales Professionals is the LLC, the company name. So they yeah. can look up Ag Sales Professionals. Um, if they look up agribusiness sales training, any of those things, I should be high enough in the search there that they find me. Um, Ag Sales Professionals TV is the is the uh, 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 the YouTube TV channel. Right. And of course, the podcast, as we talked about, is on, you know, Stitcher and Spotify and all those and uh, iPods and stuff like that. Perfect. Yeah. So definitely recommend listening to your yeah. podcast if you're in ag sales, for sure. It's it's nice to know that that you're kind of building a community of for, you know, a, an audience that really does need it. Absolutely. I think it's really great. So one last question. How do you personally want to impact the ag industry? How do you want to be forever remembered? Um, making a difference in the lives of the people that I work with. So my, my little model thing, you know, on my, is, is make a lot of money, sell a lot of products and all that stuff, but it's making a difference in the lives of the people that I work with. And I think that's, that's the thing that as you get done and you remember back to the great people that you work with and the managers that I had that I really enjoyed and is they made a difference in my life. They, they gave me a different perspective. They were part of more than just my boss and did great things and more than just provided a way for me to make a lot of money or anything like that is that, you know, they, they changed who I was as a person. I think that's the thing that we can do is in our jobs, in our roles as salespeople is that, and as trainers, whatever we're doing is how do we make a difference in the lives of the people that we, we interact with, whether that's 10 or 10, 10,000 or 10 million. It's, it's, uh, it's having that impact and being remembered. Absolutely. That's, that's really awesome. So thank you so much for joining me today, Greg. And thanks to all who are watching or listening. If you want to hear the podcast, go to NorthAmericanAg.com and go to the Best of Ag page. You'll find it there as well, uh, which uh, Best of Ag is a, a podcast library of just agriculture-based podcasts. Um, and the links are provided in the notes below. So thanks so much, Greg. Thank you. Thank you. 
the way we conduct business in agriculture has endured a drastic change. Our handshake industry has traditionally been face-to-face, but with the cancellation of in-person events and farm shows, everyone has had to adapt, from farms to manufacturers to service providers. With a dizzying array of marketing and digital business choices, you need to make the right decisions or risk not being seen at all. If you need advice or a customized plan for your business, don't hesitate to reach out to me at chrissywozniak.com or chrissy.info because that's easier to spell. Don't risk not pivoting your business. Find a path that will take you into the digital space and be seen by our industry. Fastline Auctions, the ultimate destination for online farm equipment auctions. Looking to list equipment? Fastline Auctions knows farmers, and farmers have trusted Fastline for their equipment needs for over 45 years. With unmatched digital reach and direct-to-farmer catalogs, they can find the right buyer for your equipment. Not to mention, they have the industry's lowest commission rates. And if you're looking for equipment to buy, you can bid with confidence. No buyer premiums, no reserves, just integrity. Fastline Auctions, your trusted platform for hassle-free, cost-effective farm equipment auctions. Visit fastline.com for more information. You can join us for a tour of the Fastline Auctions platform July 13th at 6.30 p.m. To register for this webinar, go to northamericanag.com slash fastline hyphen webinar. That's northamericanag.com slash fastline hyphen webinar to register now.